Well, hello everybody. Welcome to episode 148. That is 148. I've got to be a little bit quieter than normal because it is, we are in a hotel and it is 11.24 at night UK, 12.24 a.m. Spanish time. Welcome to the ENS Wolves Podcast. I'll wake them up. Uh, live from the Hotel Ibis, Meridana, Barcelona, mm. baby. Um, I'm your host, Nathan Judah. I'm here with Wolves reporter. It is Mr. Joe Edwards. Joe, we've had, we've had a fun-filled, action-packed couple of days. And it's always nice to to finish it off with, with a good old Wolves potty for the peeps. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we you know, it'd be time to relax and unwind, but... Yeah, we've, we've got to keep, got to get the potty out there. We we turned we turned down many invitations to go out boozing afterwards. Oh yeah, Spears is out boozing. I think so. Yeah, yeah. the Nationals are out boozing. Oh yeah, the Peeps are out boozing. Las Las Ramblas is he. The celebs he- are out boozing, but the real important duo, because we want people to, when they're driving back from work this afternoon and this evening, I don't want them to be listening to talk sport. No. Oh, cool. no. I don't know. Listening to 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 Heart FM nineties, we want them to give them fifty to fifty five minutes, maybe even an hour of of some some thrills and spills, which is what we've seen tonight. So yeah, we're, we're going to do a little wolves potty for you. Um, it has been a long two days. It's two two yes. two or three days. I mean, we um, you came to Shea Judah, London, about uh, in, in the late hours of. Tuesday. Of Tuesday night, we, we were up at 5.30 in the morning, yep. Thursday, uh, Wednesday, <laughs> straight to Gatwick uh, on the train from Vauxhall, uh, a little bit of avocado toast for, for Mr. Judah, um, you um, had a pr- pronunciation fail. Yep, com- uh, complete fail. So um, so a lot of people who um, who know anything about food uh, know of the old uh, croque-monsieur <laughs> Um, that, that um, obviously is very famous in in France and uh, was was on our menu in, in Gatwick Airport. We were sat next to two Wolves fans as well, and they were having having a nice chat with them. The waitress comes across to Mister Edward, Mister um, Jude. What would you like? I'll have the avocado toast, please. I'll have a side of of um, of some halloumi. Happy days. A little bit of a green tea, Mister um, Edwards. What would you like? I mean, what, what did you order? Because you definitely didn't order a croquant show. What did you order? I said, is the croquet... Croquet. Is that a sandwich? That's, that's what I asked. I mean... I said... I, I said, mean, what? wow. I said cheese and ham croquet. That sounds all right. Is oh, that a sandwich? God. God, help and me. He, he, I mean, I just literally and, and you curled just, into you a went, ball <laughs> in disgust. <laughs> Croquet. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Croquet. I played plenty, plenty of game of croquet on, on my lawn, sweetie. But um, do you know what croquet is, by the way? The actual sport. It's, it's where you kind of got like um, a mallet. Yeah, that, yeah. That is the non-horse version. Is the horse version is paolo. Y- yes. Yeah. Croquet is like paolo, but yeah. without the horses. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, six sixty percent correct. It's a pass. It's a passing your answer in an exam. So, anyway, but yeah, the, uh, fortunately, the fortunately for you, the uh, the late and the, she was so nice. The waitress, she, she kind of like said, "Yes, the croquets." She, she didn't. She didn't make you feel small. I was the one who made you feel small. She knew what I was. She about. knew what you were oh, about. Yeah. So it's, um, well, it's basically just cheese and ham toast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But I mean, I was tired. I mean, but but we got on the plane, lovely. Um, I, t- I tell you what, though, a little bit of abuse, a little bit of abuse on the old. So oh. due to due to my attire, apparently. Uh, so so it's five a.m. It's pretty cold. I, I decided not to take a jacket because I didn't want to. We didn't have any hand luggage or, or luggage to check in, so we I had to pack my mm. my bag full of full of recording equipment and camera equipment and tripods and maybe get two or three shirts in there. So I had to pack light. So I had to I had to take away. Um, a jacket or a gear, which would have come in handy. It's a bit nippy in the nights bit, in Spain. Bit windy, it's a bit, a bit, bit whippy. Brisk wind. Uh, so, so I had my, I had my hood on because it's still, I'm still pretty, pretty chilled from being outside and and being on the train from from Vauxhall. And uh, Wolves fans are there, having a chat with some of them. Some of them wanted to come, some of them didn't. Fine, no problem. Yeah. A few people are taking a snap or two, which is which is fine if you want to do that kind yeah. of thing. Um, anyway, so I had my hood on and uh, you know just chatting away, me and Joe. And uh, yeah, a bit of abuse of the week returned. Abuse of the abuse week. Abuse of the week returned. <laughs> uh, so I got on the plane and uh, let's have a look. Um, got uh, got this from. Uh, let's look. Who is it from? Andy Hick. Andy Hick five. He's um, got a lot of followers, isn't he, Andy? Andy Hick. Well, well, actually, it's very, very crazy. He calls himself Andy Hick five because he has to. Have, he has got five followers. To be fair to him. Anyway, so I guess Andy Hick was in in Gatwick Airport with me and you, um, and I guess wasn't happy that I wasn't. Chatting away to people and maybe, maybe standing on a standing on a chair and, and being the being Hello. The, the Joker kind of guy that I am. I, I see, Andy Hick writes, um, and Nathan Judah. So he's, he's tried to get hold of me. Genuinely used to love this guy, but hood up, didn't want to engage with the public. Well above his station. Hashtag fraud. Hashtag fraud. Cutting. Um, I don't know how. I don't know how that. Um, I didn't want to engage with the public. I'm quite happy to chat to people. In fact, if anyone wants to come up and chat, and plenty did, um, but I'm not going to start a conversation just because we're there. Um, so I, I feel like my attire let me down. So maybe maybe I shouldn't wear a hood these days. Maybe maybe not wearing a hood is the way to go. But at the same time, mm. it's like, what is it? It's no, oh, he's back. Andy. He's back, Andy Hick. Oh, Andy Hick. Andy Hick is back. Hat on. Thinks he's a top journo. No, just a clown. Just a clown. Oh dear, but um, but yeah, we 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 we've we've had a thoroughly enjoyable time. Um, got here. Uh, yeah. Everything's everything's a little bit far away because we're we're a bit far away. The stadium's a bit far away. Las Ramblas is a little bit far is away. Is a twenty-five minute taxi. It is, isn't it? It is everything. Mm. But yeah, I mean, you've enjoyed it. I mean, you've had, you've had a good time. Um, you've yeah. sampled some of the. You've had a go, haven't you, with some of the some of the tapas? You had, you had some croquettes on day one. And didn't like them, did you? Uh, yeah, there'd be. It was almost tasted fishy. I, I, I've, I've given it a bash, you know, you know, and that, you can't say. Well, fair I don't know. I'm not in the same well, room as you. Yeah, <laughs> you can't. You can't say fairer than that. You we went to um, went, went to a tapas restaurant last night um, with with a couple of a uh, couple of co journos. Um, I ordered some artichoke with goat's cheese and dates. You had a bit of that. Didn't like that, did you? The, the, what, what were they? What were they called? Artichokes with a bit of goat's cheese and a bit of dates, no, a bit, a was, bit of... Um, no, you, summit flowers? What are they called summit flowers? Yeah, artichoke flowers, yeah. No, it was a different name. Okay. It was a different name. It weren't artichoke flowers. Was it not? Oh, zucchi, zucchini. Oh, zucchini was it? The zucchini, Z- zucchini yeah. Zucchini flowers? But you didn't like it anyway, did you? No, it, it was the sweetness mm. combined with the... Didn't like a bit of date in it, like did you? The, like the curdledness of the... The curdledness of the goat's cheese? Yeah. It's, not, oh. it's just delicious, mate. Nah, not for me. No? Uh, what, what was I? Uh, it was almond... Uh, almond chicken, mate, you had. You had yeah. almond, you but got, unique, but it was all right. It was all right, yeah. 
Unfortunately, my 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 main course didn't come. The, the tuna I ordered, so I uh, I indulged in a protein bar at uh, midnight last night in the old hotel room. So, uh, but you have found something that you did enjoy this afternoon. Happy oh, yes. days. Tell us about it. Tell us what your favourite meal was in Barcelona. Oh, come on, uh, you, you go go to town, mate. You he, this guy was oh. absolutely beaming. Proper taking in the culture. Yeah. Um, it was a a, a CBO. A chicken... Well, where did you go first? McDonald's. McDonald's, McDonald's. But not your regular McDonald's, not a Big Mac, not a quarter pound of cheese. A CBO, chicken, bacon, onion, lovely. And then, then... Is that spicy? You try to claim a bit of, a bit, a bit of Spanish no, in no, there? No, no, not, not, not spicy. No, no. No Spanish. You're trying to claim that you've had a Spanish um, delicacy. Uh, yeah, kind of. Mm. It, it's not in English. You can't get them in England. And then... Mm. The side, yeah. fries, but lauded fries, oh. cheese sauce, bacon, kaboom, eh? I mean, that's Catalan right there for you. Exactly, mm. the heart of Catalan mm. in the McDonald's, which was about 50 yards from our hotel room, so... Can't take the boy out Wolverhampton, can you? No. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on you, though. Um, now we now we have got other, other rounds to look forward to. I know you're missing the next round due to you being uh, married and honeymoon and all that kind of, all kind yes. of shebang. Uh, but when they when they get through the round after, I'm going to take you to some more. I'm going to keep going with you. you you're a work in progress. Yeah. But you had a bit of Rioja the other night. You enjoyed oh, that. I enjoyed the Rioja. Very you, nice. You sledged it. You sledged it before and you said, I'm not going to drink it. I'll drink a bit of beer. But you had a little bit of red wine. Had a bit of a swirl. You had a swirl. Um, so I feel I feel like you've got potential in there. There's something inside of you. Uh, by Gdansk, yes. you'll be eating full and Polish, Okay. You've got to embrace the culture, you've got to embrace the lifestyle, yeah. you've got to embrace the food. I'll do it. Embrace the gastronomy. What can you get in Gdansk? What's the Polish food, sausage, baby. Oh, oh, yeah, I love a bit of sausage. I know you love a bit yeah, of sausage, yeah, yeah, yeah. You love a sausage. Um, right, so let, let's talk some football then. We had a, we had a game tonight. Uh, strange, strange game, really. Strange game. I mean, Wolves should have won it, really, even though they weren't at the best. Uh, Pedro Neto won't want to see that again but uh, as, as normal we've, we've done the video you can watch the post match video for the analysis uh, we'll, we'll break it down into hot or not or we'll talk a little bit about about the game in itself um, first hot um, three three hot players I yes. want to talk to you about uh, Joe and the first one Daniel Podence uh, mm. full debut today two assists and uh, look he, he wasn't sensational but you know this is his first chance to really show what he can do the the 2000, 2000, in inverted commas, Wolves fans got to see him and, and I think um, showed some promising signs. Encouraging display. That, I'll tell you, sum it up. And um, he, he got a good eye for a pass. Mm. He's, he's um, a bit, bit surprising, really, in that respect. I thought he'd just be kind of a, a player that likes to directly run a player. a bit kind of Jotter-esque. But um, no, he's quite, he's quite different in that he tries to... You know, float between the lines, find pockets of space, get his head up and, you know, he'll make long-range passes, he'll get into nice positions to square across goal, as we saw with Doherty really, you know, just ghosting him behind the Espanyol defence at the freedom at the freedom of the city, really, to square it across to, to Doherty. But, um, and set up uh, Traore as well, with, and showed signs of... Of you know of a partnership with Traore, obviously first time they've played together, both playing in in like kind of central roles as a front two when they're they're wingers by trade. Mm. But um, yeah, there seems to be a bit of an understanding patterns forming, and uh, 
Yeah, he's obviously 17 million quid and you're expecting a yes. decent player for that money. But um, encouraging his play and um, I, I think uh, he'll, he'll be, a, be a very good option for, for Wolves going forward. Another good option for, for Wolves and needed as well with Johnny's injury was Ruben Vinagre. We saw 60 minutes of him today uh, before he got taken off. We presume because we're looking, we'll probably see him at White Hart Lane on Sunday and we'll discuss that later on in the podcast. But um, obviously back from injury himself, quicker than quicker than first expected, which is looking very, uh, very important very timely, now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Vinagra, I thought he had a few nice touches, had one wonderful moment of skill in the first half. And uh, look, another another really good opportunity opening up for him. Yeah, he's um, he's full of energy and he's full of running. And he, he's got... He's got a fair bit of ability as well as Vinagra. Nice bit of facial love as well there. Have you noticed? I did not notice, no. Yeah, yeah. De- decent kind of facial hair growth going on while he's been injured. You know, I've been... Mm. Yeah, maybe sure. it was the heat of Marvis maybe brought it through oh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah lovely. That sun-kissed look. He's, he's, um... What's he turned now? I think he just turned 20, has he? So he's... Yeah. He's becoming a man. Becoming a man, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, um... No, but he, it's, it's good, to, good to have him back, isn't it? Um... He's always been a very good option for Wolves and it's a timely return with, with Johnny being out. I may not be surprised if Johnny played on Sunday at this rate. Mm-hmm. It might be a, a week or two uh, for Johnny. But um, yeah, he, full of energy, full of running and uh, got taken off on the hour so should have plenty left in the tank for Spurs. Yeah, look, he's, he's, got, he's still got pace. He hasn't lost any of that with that injury. He still looks like absolutely rapid. Um, he's shown on, on big services that he can do with the business uh, and uh, Spurs will suit him, I think. You know, if he can get down that line uh, and you look at, well, we'll, we'll go into it later on, but, you know, Serge Zoria can definitely be got be, no positional sense yes, at all. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So that's, that's good. So so well done, Ruben and, and, and Matt 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 Doherty uh, back to not 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 his not quite his best. Uh, not still not quite close. Not close to being being his best, but a lot better than what we've seen from him. I think this season's last couple of games um, got on the score sheet tonight, which you know he's, we want to see more of, don't we? Because that's when he. That's what he did last season so well. He was up at the right times in the right places and knows where the back of the net as well as as well as a, a decent defensive display from him. Yeah, uh, he's when he's when he's marauding forward down that right flank. He, he really is a, a sight to see. I mean, he got his goal. Should have had an assist. I mean, he, he's put the ball on a plate for for Gibbs White, and um, I know I know Gibbs White was perhaps under a little bit of pressure, but you've got to be hitting the target there. Um, it was a good good display from from Doc, um, and we we talk about you know timely returns and things like that. He, he's he's had a timely kind of return to return to form really. Um, he he'd been a bit off the ball for what was it about five six weeks, mm-hmm. but these last two games have been a lot more like it. Um, I mean, I, I had a chance to have a quick chat with him after the game uh, here in here in Barcelona. I mean, he, he just kind of said, well, I was still getting the chances, but I kept missing them. Um, but now I've kind of rectified it. I'm, I'm, I'm scoring the chances. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm helping the team as I should be again. So, you know, he, he, he'll, he'll know himself. He, he's a player that you know, lives to very high standards and he'll know that he wasn't quite in him for, for a number of weeks. But he's, uh, he's getting back at it now, which is uh, obviously great to see. Yeah, uh, two not. Uh, first one, guilty giving the penalty away. Chance for him to... 
to, to show, again, what, what he can do. And he's had some really good displays this season. I don't think it's going to hurt him too much down the line. No. But I don't, th- I don't think Maximilian Kilman uh, was at his best tonight. He wasn't. and um, But that that's this is part and parcel of a, of a of a young player learning his trade, I guess. And um, it's all been, not not quite sunshine and rainbows, but it, it's all been very, very positive, hasn't it, for, for Kilman thus far. Whenever he's coming to the team, he's... He's kind of far exceeded expectation to be mm. honest for someone who's, who's such a such a rookie in the game. But I think tonight was probably kind of the first time where you've seen him have a, been given a bit of a tough time, caught out of position. I thought quite a number of times. Then got moved to left wing back as Vinagro went off, and that's not his position. But he, in fairness, he did make the quick throw, which uh, Malay Pedens to, to get into to set up the second. But from a defensive point of view, which is what you want first and foremost from him, he, he wasn't at his best. So. It'll be a night where he'll dust himself there and hopefully look at it. And yeah, he's obviously a very, very good prospect. And um, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll learn from this and hopefully uh, you know, come out of it stronger. It's all part of his development. Yeah, uh, another one um, who's not an only going to be pretty low mark um, in, in the player ratings there yeah. right now. You can't uh, sugarcoat it, that, can you? You, you, yeah. can't, you can't sugarcoat it. Um, look, Morgan Gibbs-White's had plenty of opportunities. We, we keep on seeing it. I thought he was lucky to start the game tonight. Um, with some of the teams that we were discussing. Uh, been in and out the side. Yes, he's had his problems. We, we've talked at length about him on this podcast and about about going forward and needing a loan spell. Look at um, another disappointing display from him and how many opportunities is this guy going to get because we know he's young, we know he's got talent. However, um, I think it's gone now and it, you, not just me and you speaking about it, there's plenty of the fans who, who think the same thing is, I know I'm starting to go towards, look, I don't, I don't want to, slate any players I'm not trying to slate him but I, you've got a question now whether he he's going to be good enough playing at Wolves going forward he definitely needs a loan spell we, we've talked a, a long time about that but uh, look this team is quickly leaving behind beha- quickly leaving him behind mm. because he was a level behind and somewhat tonight I felt yeah he was he, I mean you sum it up in a word disappointing I mean that's probably that's probably you know do Putting it lightly, to be honest, he he, he wasn't good at all, and he, it's a shame because I said before the game, it's a big opportunity for him, and obviously he had his back issue, kept him on the sidelines for a while, and and I guess you know having a bit of ring rust is is understandable, um, given you, you know he, he's he's not started a game in in, in a while, but um, you've got to be making more of those opportunities. You you, you really have. Um, it's just it's just a lot of frustrating things. He's trying to do these these fancy flicks around the corner, which, I mean, even the best of players that don't come off, come off for, it's, it's, it's knowing, knowing what's around you, you take a touch, you make your pass, it, it's, obviously, you know, it's, it's a very high level game, and, but, we, we've seen it, albeit in fits and starts, really, the ability that he, that he has got, it's just so frustrating when he's making making five yard passes and they're not reaching their target. It's just, it was it was continuous and it, it was a bad display for me. It really was. I can't remember hand on heart the last time Morgan Swire had a good game of football in a Wolves shirt. It's probably been eight eight months. I mean, it, it, that Chelsea game at, at home. Yeah. that was midway through last season. You, is that, is that was that a start though? Uh, I think he can't. Did he come on? Did he come on when they were getting beat, or was that the Spurs game where no. game they were getting stuffed? The, he came on against Chelsea, set up him and Ez for for the, the eventual winner, I believe. Right. Um, if I'm right, but 
yeah, it's it's been a while, really. And um, I, 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 we spoke about it before. I think he's a player that who's not really fully aware of what his best position is. He was playing in that number 10 role uh, again um, for, 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 for Wolves. He had a great chance to score and he, he, he fluffed his lines. And, you know, for a player of that position, you're expecting goals and assists. And I know he's a young player, but... I think he scored one one competitive goal now mm. for Wolves, and it's, it, it's not. It, it, I know he, I know he's younger, but he, he's got to be doing a lot more. Yeah, and we've talked about it being a, a, a big few months for him. Um, if he if he gets another chance in the team in the coming weeks or the coming months, he's got to do a hell of a lot better than that. Yeah, look, I mean, if if, if he's if he's a, a club, let's say I don't know, um, a Norwich or a or a a Palace or even you know a Southampton or something like that. Brighton, you know, yeah. he's probably going to get more opportunities. But end of the day, Wolves are a top six club now, and yeah. they've got to be seen as a top six club. And, and he's not a top six club player at the moment, nowhere near. So you know, he's going to have to pull his socks up if he wants to get up to standard and get up to speed. Uh, and if not, then they're going to have to reassess. That's going to have to come in the form of a, of a loan, and, uh, and and hopefully that goes well. And he's it's got to go well for him. It's yeah. got to go well for him. It's, it's not you know it should hopefully go well. This has got to go well for him because, like you say. He's going to get left behind, unfortunately. Yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. We we want to want to see mm. Keeps White succeed. I mean, you know, for all for the money that Wolves have spent and the, the fantastic Portuguese players have got, you want to see the local young, lads. Yeah, fighting. of course you do. Yeah, and you know, he, he he's he's been in the team for years now, and as we say, he's had he's had some very good games, but we haven't seen a massive up, upward trajectory to say he's, he's developed like this. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hit a plateau, and. Hopefully, I mean that uh, this this game. I think it, it can go one of either two ways. You know, it, it, either the, the the norm kind of continues, or he steps things up massively. He's got the talent to do it. Yeah, it's a big few months for him there. Really big few months, and um, yeah, it's but it's, the the crux of it, it it's got to be better than that. Um, fans are still out tonight, and uh, look, they were we were in we were in the square, weren't we, earlier on? This afternoon it is great, isn't it? It's great to see them. They're, they're having an absolute ball, and and speaking to speaking to plenty of them. Half of them had tickets, half of them didn't, and they were quite happy, sitting in the bars, having a drink, having some food, and just embracing what is a, a unique um, atmosphere. And they've waited a long time for European football, and I think just being so accessible, people are just happy to be in and around it. It's great to see. It is, and I mean the weather's been lovely. Yeah. Mm. I mean. What's it been about nineteen degrees in the day? You know, people in the t-shirt and shorts, whatever. A little bit chilly this morning. One of us was yeah. out this morning. Oh, God, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so that's Joe and I Spears. If they weren't fancy joining me this morning, so uh, I wanted to go and see a, little, a few of the sites and a few of the uh, historical um, aspects that makes Barcelona so beautiful. Um, so I thought instead of that, you know, obviously I like to to get a bit of a gym in. Let's combine the two. Google running tours Barcelona and up pops, um, up pops this gentleman called Robin who does his own running tour. And uh, yeah, I met him in the middle of Barcelona centre at uh, 9.15 this morning. We did a, a 15 kilometre, two and a half hour uh, sightseeing tour of Barcelona. So uh, I had no takers. So I had all my, all my gear, all my gear on, no idea. Saw some of the Wolves fans looking bemused at me as I ran past them throughout the uh, throughout the city I had a thoroughly enjoyable time but yeah I was on my lonesome 
uh, while I was in Mackey's. You were in Mackey's, yeah, or in, in, by in bed, uh, or your, or your, um, what was the, what was the Abyss buffet breakfast like? It was alright actually. Not um, sweating and wet. No, no, it's all kind of you know clean cut croissants, mm. Uh, mm. a bit of ham, bit of cheese. Yeah, you've had a lot of croissants this trip, mate. I, I, I mean, talk about someone had a croquet. I mean, I, we'll get, you went, you've I'll gone be, French in Spain, but you've bloody, gone for it. I'm bloody turning to yeah. a croissant if I'm not careful. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I said I'd give you. It? I'd pay you ten grand now. Ten grand now um, to get to get to get your stomach because it is absolutely well, astonishing. Well, metabolism. Metabolism yeah. is unbelievable. Unbelievable for for, for your age. You're, I'll, the I'll, young whippersnapper. I'll eat twenty five, and it will all. It'll go to... Uh, oh, mate, it'll go, yeah. It'll yeah, go. Yeah. There'll be one day where you'll think you'll keep on going and then all of a sudden you'll... That, that elastic waistband... Just, yeah, just, you know, you'll be able to... You know, everyone on Twitter doing yeah. doing, doing then and there in a few years, mate. Yeah. It'll, be, it'll be a start difference, I'm sure. Mate, it's good, mate. You should have enjoyed it. It was some beautiful sights in Bartha. Oh, lovely, but, like... If, Didn't fancy if, it. If, if you're on an open top bus, if you're getting wheeled about, lovely, but... Running 16k? No, well, there's nothing wrong with that. No, no a little bit of water. A little bit of a... Mate, some of the yachts, wow. Do you know the biggest yacht was in the, in, in the marina, docked? What, what? I'll give you a football connection. The biggest yacht, super yacht that was there. It is unbelievable. Owned by, I, sh- I think he's still a football owner, uh, of a London club. We've just got knocked out of the Europa League tonight. Oh, um, Cronky? No. He's Arsenal, though. Gazidis? Usmanov. Usmanov. Yeah. Is he still Is there? He, oh, I'm not sure whether he's there or not. Maybe. Uh, you've never seen anything like it. It's unbelievable. Two helipads on the yacht. Two? Dwarfs mine. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Two helipads. Incredible as well that, like... So, so the, both helicopters that can land on it, there's then an electronic lift that lifts them into... The yacht. This is how big it is. Lifts him into the yacht because Usmanov wants to to look out and not have the not have his view spoiled by the helicopters once they've landed on his oh, yacht. Those pesky helicopters yeah. spoiling yeah. your view. Um, one eighth of it is a huge cinema that's as big as an IMAX in a regular cinema. You had a whistle stop tour. I mean, it's unbelievable. Of the one hundred and fifty one hundred and fifty crew on board at all times just to clean it. Bloody hell, this sounds like your, how many, like your bag. This how, much was it, how much is it a day to moor the boat? Just a day in that marina to park it? 50 Gs, 50 grand? No, not as much as that. 12,000 euros a day, which, which no, is, still, is still, I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, still, still not, 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 the, uh, not the cheapest. Yeah. 12 grand a day to, for a little bit of water. One billion pound yacht. One oh. billion. I imagine that. Oh, oh mate! I a billion quid. Oh mate! Oh. Can you imagine? I know, I know. Oh, I love wow! That. Wow! Anyway, uh, see, I it. It was good, mate. It was good. Uh, maybe next time. Maybe we we'll go to um, um, Italy. Maybe you could have that. Oh, you have to do something in Italy. We'll have a pizza. We'll have a pizza tour in Italy. I was like, oh, I love a pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be sorted in Italy, mate. You'd be yeah. sorted in Italy. Uh, right. And um, so one one disappointing thing about about it, I mean, with the fans being brilliant, was obviously the trouble as well. A little bit of trouble last night. Yeah. Um, a little bit of the police. We understand being heavy handed. Look, I think I'm not I'm not defending the police because I think I think that I think they like to assert their authority yes. at any god given opportunity, yeah. and then and they're not going to be challenged. And I think sometimes you know it can be kicked off, and they're looking for it, um, looking for any little thing. It's just I think it's just on the continent they are like that, aren't they? Yeah. I mean. I mean, we talk about there was um, 
obviously trouble. Thankfully, on the bright side, there was it wasn't anywhere the near the level of Braga, which was just a complete farce mm. from start to finish. To be honest, um, f- f- from an off-field a- aspect, um, yeah, and people seem to have got in the ground okay for this game. I mean, a few were sh- shepherded out. It it it, it seemed um, at the start of the second half, um, but yeah, trouble-wise, it seems you know. On, on the scale compared to Braga, not not really anywhere near. So um, yeah, a bit bit of trouble, which obviously you know you, you don't want to see. Um, but it turns out the vast majority of um, you know have, have come through unscathed and and summed it up and enjoyed themselves. Yeah, they absolutely. Look, um, are they going to have plenty more opportunities to do it, or at least one more away trip, and hopefully many more to come. Um, Look, third favourites to win it. I know, obviously, you'll know listening to the podcast who Wolves have got at this moment in time. We don't know who Wolves have got in the next uh, round, but whoever they've got, they're going to beat, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, but third favourites to win the competition yeah. behind Inter Milan and Manchester United. Uh, it's, it's crazy, isn't it, really? Yeah, I mean, you're looking at all those teams in the draw. I mean, again, I know the draw's already done by, by the time you're probably listening to this, but... There's no one really in there that you're thinking, oh, God, they're too good for Wolves. Mm. No one? No. Uh, and Wolves can beat anyone. Yeah. Um, yeah, that wasn't great here in Espanol, but as we say, it was a... Much-changed team. Much-changed team. A very difficult, uh, kind of strange predicament. So it being so... so it's far uh, ahead in so the time. So far ahead in the time. Mm. It's just a strange one. So um, they can beat anyone. And... You know, you talk about your Manchester United and teams like that. I mean, they're second favourite and they've been pretty much been tipped for tat yeah. with Manchester United for, for ever since they've been in the Premier League walls now. You know, they're, they're ever so close to those games. So if if they're the second favourites and into the favourites, yeah, Wolves rightly deserve to be right up there in the bookmakers' eyes. They certainly do. Should we, should we answer some questions from the peeps? Question time. Questions from the peeps. Uh, here we go. Spencer Como, do you think Morgan Gibbs-White is unfortunately not good enough to play for Wolves at the level we are at? I do think there is a quality player in there, but a championship level. Uh, I, don't, I don't want to feel like we like battering him too much, but like, uh, as we say, comedy sugarcoat, it was, was a bad performance. And the honesty is on him, um, as we say. You know, he's had, he's, had a, he's had an opportunity tonight, he hasn't taken it. But if another opportunity arises, as we say, and he's next few months, he's got to grasp it with bar fans and really show what he can do. I think he's getting to that point now where it's it's all, it's do or die, really. You, you, you've got you've got to show what you're about, improve your ability, because walls are going places, and if you if you don't step up, you'll you'll get left behind. Reggie says, must know. Did Nathan stay true to his word and get the Estrellas in? What do you think of Podence's first start for us? And apart from the miss of the century so far, Neto off the bench was electric <laughs> and continues to get better and better. Right, first of all, did Nathan get the Estrellas in? Um, oh, I've got, I've got some drinks in. Got, got some drinks re- in. It was Riocas, wasn't it? It was yeah. Riocas. I did get the Riocas in. So, was, you know. It was a lovely bit of Riocas. Yeah, that, mate. That's some kind of proper sample, the red wine. Yeah, it was a good red wine as well, it was mate. Good wine. Make, make sure that good, good bit of wine. Yeah, so I like that, mate. I like that. If you get the taste of red wine early on, then you, you've got a chance in life. I'll Ooh, give you that. Yeah, baby. Um, Podence, you said? Podence, yeah. I mean, we've, just, we've discussed yeah. Podence, haven't we? We said that, like you know, promising. Yeah. Look, Neto's missed. I mean, wow. Astonishing. Like I said, they could have. They could have, should have won this game. I think if Neto buries that, then I think they win the game 3-2 rather than lose the game 3-2. Uh, he couldn't believe it. His shirt over his head. I mean, just looks in disgust. Uh, but he is, you know, at that time, you know, Wolves won, won, the, won the tie anyway. It didn't matter too much. And uh, look, he, he did look good when he came on. Yeah, he did look lively. I mean, it, 
in terms of that miss is similar to that one with Torres at Old Trafford a few years back where he's rounded the keeper, hey, put it in the net, oh, it's gone wide. Um, but yeah, in the grand scheme of things, didn't really mean a lot. And for Pedro Neto, you know, he's had two goals chalked off by VAR and come back in the next game and scored. So we'll see if after missing a city, we can uh, come up with a goods against Spurs. Paul Mantle, if someone offered you a win at Chelsea on the last day of the season and you're finishing fifth now, would you take it given the Manchester City appeal? Uh, obviously, it'd take a win at Chelsea all day long, but we don't know if fifth is, is going to get you in the Champions League, do we, at the moment, for sure. It's because this City appeal process is just dragging out, and I'm guessing you know it, it could drag on for a while yet. Um, it's all kind of if, buts, and maybes. Get get Champions League by winning Europa League. That's what I say. Mate, I'd take fifth all day long if I was giving it. I mean, oh, whether yeah. whether it's whether it's going to be Champions League or not. I mean, there's, if, if it's a 50-50 shot, I'm taking it. I'm taking fifth anyway. Now I don't but, think Wolves finish any any higher than fifth. Oh yeah, of course. Like, but in the same time, you don't want to like go through the yes, we've got fifth, but then you know it gets taken away from you. Oh, sit, oh yeah, sit here back in. You know, yeah. you just got to make. You know, those decision makers got to make sure that everybody's in the clear. Yo, sorry, <laughs> I thought you were going to go on for a little bit longer. I mean, good old Yorn. Uh, Jambo, uh, James Henry, eight. So, James Henry, he scored James, the other day, didn't he? Scored he scored the other day. He, he scored. Well, I used to like James Henry. Yeah, good player. good player. Yeah, he was a good player. Um, Arsenal knocked out on a, by an away goal in extra time. How does that work? Yeah, well, we, we, well, were, we were contemplating away goals and, 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 and aggregate and, uh, scores today, yeah. weren't we? And you were just like, oh, five, six, I don't know how many they need, doesn't matter, does it? Uh, I, was, so, I was just like, come on, let's let's not spend all that time. But yeah. then, obviously, Caleri did his, did his best. Mm. But um, yeah, um, Arsenal are out, Celtic are out, mm. um, all the Portuguese all sides, the Portuguese sides out, yeah. which is which is a bit of a surprise. So, Wolsey's chances have, have, have been have been bettered. Um, obviously, Jordi Pendy will see, mm. but as we say, Wolves can beat anyone. And, you know, a few of the big guns have dropped out as well. Andy Smith, is Joe considering part-time work as Ruben Vinagre's body double now that the young wing-back has done the facial see, fluff? See, The resemblance is uncanny, says Andy I'll Smith. I'll take that. I'll take that. Ruben's a... Ruben's a uh, a specimen of a man. Yeah, Ruben Vinagre doesn't take it. Horrific for him. Uh, James, James, James Marnie, 89. Evening both. The good, Podens. The bad, the result. The ugly, Morgan Gibbs-White. I thought Podens showed us what he can bring to the team. The result was crap, but irrelevant. And Gibbs-White needs to go away on loan to save his career. He couldn't pass win tonight. Wow. <laughs> Goodness me. We'll move yeah. on. Um... Uh, Mark Shipley, a few of these about the draw tomorrow, so I won't go too much on that. Um, but he wants Rangers or United. Um, Lord Jason Guy, did Neto miss because he thought VR would rule it out anyway? Uh, yeah, I think I said similar similar later, earlier on. I mean, yeah, it's quite funny. Um, John, WWFC, if Wolves get into the Champions League, unlikely, I know, in brackets. Why is it unlikely? How far can they go? Um, I don't I mean, if they, if they got to Champions League, I'm not quite sure if fifth or or a win would get you straight into the group stages or whether you have to play a qualifier. Yeah. I think you would have to play a qualifier. Um I think I think just getting into the group stages, I think that they could they could get out of the group stages. Um yeah. but I think just getting into the group stages is the most important thing and have those games guaranteed and then whatever can happen can happen. Yeah, they'd have a tough seeding, wouldn't they? Like mm. I it's all hypothetical, but they would yeah. have a tough seeding and 
there'd be, of course, a potential for a group of death. There would be, yeah. But, uh, but I'd, I'd welcome a group of death. Oh, bring on the group of bring death. Bring on Barca, bring on Real, bring on everyone else, Dortmund, I don't care. It'd be fantastic, wouldn't it? Some great famous nights at Molyneux. He, he's a player, isn't he, at Dortmund, that Harland? Oh, what? useful. What a player he is. Alfinger. Who? Alfinger Harland. Alfinger Harland. Yeah. Oh, what a, what a, what a player. Uh, um... Paul Clayton, finish on this one. Do we, do we continue to battle for a Champions League place in Europe or prioritise one? If so, which one? I don't think they're prioritising. They keep nah, on playing, don't they? They're going to fight on both fronts. They are, aren't they? they? They're going to be greedy and why in the hell not? Well, that's it. You know, if you, if you, don't, if you don't buy a ticket, you don't win the raffle. Mm. If, you, if, you buy, if you buy two tickets, you double your chances. So, um, <laughs> wise, that, that, wise that, words. That. Wise words from Joe Edwards. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, why it was from Joe Edwards. I had a story that I had last night. It's absolutely astonishing. I can't believe it. I can't believe I've never heard of this. So I thought I'd bring it up on the podcast because um, I, I was astonished at this and other people seem to know about this. But I didn't realise that you were, you were before, before you were of Expressing Star fame, yes. Joe, uh, you were a bit of a, a local celebrity on, on the old Instagram um, Joe's what is it Joe's jokes of the day something like that joke of the day yeah joke of the day so yeah. I don't know whether anyone listening remembers Joe on Instagram joke of the day but apparently you used to have a bit of a following and that's uh, how you met your your, your wife to be please, please yeah. tell us more yeah so I was about like 15, 16 when you used to like 15 second like snippy videos joke of the day you know, this is the MySpace days, was it? Nah, Instagram. Instagram. Instagram, so, yeah. so Instagram. It, shows that, it shows that it's been quite recent then. It was like, the, the, it was about like six years ago. So you decided to just do a joke of the day and just maybe just for a bit yeah, of exposure imagine. to help your journalism career along? No, no, it won't. You just wanted to... Form a journalism career. Yeah. But like, you know, just give, give a few laughs or not. Or right. Make, make a bit of a... Bit of an arse myself. Or okay. Whatever. But um, some some would say you, you you're continuing that. Yeah, yeah, mm. of course, yeah. Um, mm. but, uh, playing croquet. Yeah, oh, yeah, love a mm. bit of croquet. Yeah. So go on, yeah, sorry. So yeah, the, I met met the missus though in a uh, Faces nightclub in Wolverhampton, uh, now uh, demolished. Oh, is it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. But um, she was like, oh, you're you're the lad who does joke of the day. I'll come. So you got you got spotted by your by your wife to be. Yeah. Be doing this joke of the day. Pay dividends back. If anyone's listened or watched Joke of the Day and was a subscriber, who doesn't know Joe Edwards aren't one of his little posse of friends who listen to this podcast? Liam Bagnall is a, is a listener and used to go to school with me, so mm. he'll know. Okay. Any of the other 4,000 listeners, or however, we got, how many, <laughs> however many we got last week, um, if you listen to Joe, you remember Joe's Joke of the Day. Uh, and where are all these jokes and videos gone, Joe? Deleted. You've deleted them. Why yeah. have you deleted them? Well, just a... That was a past life, weren't it? You know, <laughs> like <a laughs> left left that behind. Yeah, I got the results. He got me a missus. There you go. Yeah. So maybe give us your top three jokes of the day then. Uh, how do you get Pikachu on a bus? How? Your Pokemon. Wow. One second. Sorry. Going. Carry on. Carry on. Uh, uh, two two crisps on the side of the road. Um, Asked, asked them if they uh, needed a lift. I said, uh, no, thanks. We're walkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, what do you call a sheep in our legs? What? A cloud. So there you go. It, it's um, all <laughs> terrible jokes. But I that, mean, that... This, this must have done roaring trade. T-shirts, oh, yeah. jackets. Oh, the lot. No, it was it was just that was the kind of the point, just terrible jokes. Yeah. 
poorly delivered, mm. but for some reason, some people seem to like it. There you go. Looks like I've just got to call uh, Michael McIntyre's on the phone. Wants you, wants you to do a little bit of stand-up, mate. There we go. Joke of the day. Then a glee club. Good God, mate, mate. It got, it got, you, it got you laid. Happy mate. days, happy days. <laughs> <laughs> right, we've got Spurs on Sunday. Uh, beautiful stadium, can't wait to visit it. Um, Franco from Cheese Room Spurs, uh, good friend Franco at Cheese Room Spurs, spoke to us um, to preview the game. Um, and this is... This is what he said about, about the boys in white. Well, I'm delighted to welcome back from Cheese Room Spurs. Franco did a great job last time. Uh, well, Franco, I mean, the last time these, these two sides met after that disgusting end to the game at Molyneux, um, it's, fair to say, it's fair to say it's been an indifferent run for yourselves. Really, I mean, you know, obviously, when you, when you when any team loses their two best players, it, it's difficult, isn't it? But um, but I think for yourselves, you've had to change kind of the style. And I mean, what, what were you playing with now, striker wise? Is it Mora? Is it Ali? Who, who's 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 that? Who's that central striker? Well, if I'm honest with you, I don't know. Mourinho <laughs> seems to be favouring Mora at the moment, but I just had a look through some of our games, and, and since. Around Christmas time, we've played maybe five different formations. And now, like you say, with those injuries, the, the two key players, it's, we're not really sure who should play up front. Birdvine's come in and he played up front a few times as a forward kind of player for PSV, but you know, really, Moore is the one that plays there. But none of us really seem to think that he's a striker. He's very small and he'll do the running for you. He's running himself into the ground, but he's not that target man. And at the weekend, we really struggled to get the ball out. Through the you know through the pitch and uh, to, to cause danger in that forward third. Um, what's your uh, what's your analysis and your report of Mr. Mourinho? So I've obviously took over, kind of an upturn in in fortune to start. The swagger was there. I mean, look, like you say, we previously said you know when you lose lose two great players, it's always going to be difficult. But uh, are, the, are the players happy? Do do you feel that he's doing a good job? Personally, no. Last time we spoke, I said that I was maybe sceptical about him because I've come here so I've completely changed. I'm a, I'm a different manager. I feel like he's reverting to type now. As soon as things start to get a bit difficult, he's downplaying all of our chances. And he kind of says things, I don't know, behind closed doors, he might be telling the players that he thinks they're all great, but in the media, he seems to be kind of making excuses, saying he's not sure where we're going to get goals from now that those two players are out. I just feel like the feel good factor is being sucked out of it. You know, he's making analogies about us being a gun with no bullets and things like that. You know, we've got another three months of the season to play. Sure. And you just think with a bit of enthusiasm and a bit of confidence that I'm going to turn this around. You know, if he took charge, said, look, I'm a top manager, our back's up against the wall, we're going to do this. You know, I think fans would, would be happy with that, but a lot of them are a bit dismayed at his attitude. And um, yeah, things, things aren't rosy at the moment, as I'd say. Yeah, the point I made about you guys being in a better position. You look at your European form as well. You've got you've got lots of things to be optimistic about. Great result against Man City. We beat them as well, but ours was really fortuitous. And I think if you look at how we're playing the last couple of games, we're just conceding possession, playing defensive football, and it seems really negative. And at Spurs, we're never happy with that. Yeah, um, one point separating the two sides, albeit two places. Do you feel that the Mourinho has maybe 
downplaying or having, you know, downplaying the situation because he doesn't feel Champions League football is attainable. I mean, with Manchester City's ban, you could only be one point away from Champions League football. Do you feel that that you can finish fourth or fifth or, or do you think it's going to be a struggle? But again, before Christmas, we're in a very similar position. We, we got that result. <coughs> we got that result quite fortuitously, last-minute winner against you guys, and we were then a point behind Chelsea. We then played Chelsea, didn't turn up for that game whatsoever. Then we kind of fell down a bit and we built ourselves back up to get that opportunity to, you know, the game of the weekend against Chelsea to jump above them. Again, we didn't turn up. It was an absolutely terrible display. But tactically, uh, we just didn't offer anything. And mm. I don't think we're in those setting up teams at the moment with that confidence that we're going to be able to go and get a result. It feels like we're just going to sit back, hope that we stay in the game, and then maybe make a bit, you know, a few tactical changes towards the end to try and get a late winner or get a late goal, get ourselves back into the game. I don't know. I just think that, yeah, that Mourinho's tactics at the moment, the negativity around it, are not what we're looking for. You know, it's fine if we can concede possession to Man City, Liverpool, Leipzig, teams like that. When you're conceding possession to teams like Villa, a lot of travelling fans can't wait to go to this incredible stadium, Franco. Um, any any recommendations or or places or bits to eat in the concourses or, or you know try and get there early and, and sample sample what they've done with this this incredible iconic stadium? Yeah, I mean, I, I think. Get there early and have a walk around because it's, it is quite amazing. Just even when you see it from whatever angle you get to the stadium, uh, it looks fantastic. And yeah, I just think get there early, enjoy the beers. Like it's not expensive in the ground, uh, even for the people from the Midlands. It's, it's not expensive. And, uh, <laughs> selection of food. It's not just you know your, your lukewarm pies, maybe a, a depressing burger. There's some good stuff on offer. So yeah, get there early, enjoy it, and. Um, and get in the grounds, you know, and have a listen. Like it, it, it is amazing. Uh, everything about you know the build up to the game and and stuff like that is improved on what it used to be. So yeah, get there as early as possible and take it all up. Brilliant. Um, how do you see um, how do you see Mourinho lining up the the boys against against Wolves on Sunday? Yeah, again, like I said, it's difficult because we play so many different formations and because at the moment we're, we're struggling with that, that forward position. But I like that. I think we'll play more. Uh, I would hope that we'd play maybe a 4 2 3 one uh, with maybe Don Bele, if he's still fit, alongside Winks, and then I guess it'll be three of Lacelso, Delhi, Bergwijn behind, behind Mora. But you know, we did that last time against you guys, and I thought that was a very open game. If you'd have been a bit more clinical and maybe uh, created slightly better chances, then, then that game was yours. I really do think it was. I think we were quite lucky in that game. Um, but again, you look at the XG stats in that game, and, and with ours was higher than yours because we just <clears throat> created slightly better chances, even though we were probably twice as many shots. I think you know if you, you take your time and you're a bit more composed, then uh, yeah, I think we're in trouble at the weekend. I've got a feeling that you might get a result. Well, that, that's the last thing I was going to I was going to say, Paul. Um, have, you, have you got a prediction for us? Um, I mean, things went pretty well at Wembley last year for Wolves, uh, so so we're, we're hoping for more of the same, I guess. Yeah, like. A, on your day, I think you are at the moment playing better football than us, and you're a much more confident side. So I think if you turn up, take your chances, then there's every chance I would say probably a 2-1 win to you guys. But you never know. You <laughs> 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 might luck it. But I will definitely say that I think we'll concede possession to you guys, and, and you know, you'll be controlling the game for the most part. Oh, that's really interesting, Paul. Um, 
Look, thank you so much for coming on. Um, if um, if the guys are driving down or getting the train down um, and, and they want to listen to, to your, you boys, uh, give a little plug of, of where they can find them. Yeah, look out for the Cheese Room podcast. There's not many other podcasts with that name. It's <laughs> fairly easy to find. Uh, we have the America's Crew do our preview show, but that'll be out on Friday. So, yeah, it'll be available on Saturday if you can drive down. Frank, uh, top man, Franco. Thanks so much for joining us. Best of luck on Sunday. Yeah, thank you, mate. Thank you very much, Franco. Um, look, I mean, I'm get, let's get the table up now. Um, one point separating these two places, and uh, look, Wolves and Spurs are both going to be battling for this European position along with Man United, Sheffield United as well. Incredibly, I'm still expecting them to drop off, but they're, they're still we keep still hanging around like, like a bad smell. But um, you know, the, these this is a big game when it comes to. And you're going to look at the end of the season. This could be one of the games that, that you look back on and say that this was a played an integral part to to where these two teams finished. Um, Spurs without without the two main guns, and uh, yes, they they've played tonight, but they've rested the big boys. Uh, and some of the others have come back unscathed, and I see no reason why they can't go there and get a positive result. I'm not saying guaranteed to win this, but I'd be disappointed if they lose, and I think they should should go there. And at least I'd be disappointed if they don't get a draw. To be honest, it's a winnable game, isn't mm-hmm. it? Um, you know, and Wolves have shown absolutely no fear against the uh, you know the, the the proverbial big six um, sides. In the Premier League, and um, you know they're going. Obviously, it's a new stadium. Um, yeah, I can't for, wait to can't for, wait to have a look at it. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah. I say can't wait to look at it. I did go there. I went on a, on a on a stadium tour at the start of this season before they actually had a Premier League game. Um, before Premier League game that started this year, it's unbelievable. unbelievable. So any any fans that have got there, I recommend get there early. Get inside as early as you can. Walk the whole way around because you can walk the whole way around. There's some amazing bars, some amazing food kiosks there as well. Um, sample it. The, the the two screens, the two screens inside the stadium um, are the same size HD screens um, as um, tennis courts. So if you can imagine a tennis court, yeah, yeah. those are how big the HD screens are either side of the ground. They're absolutely huge. They're beautiful. VAR checking goal. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, but look, it's going to be a great day. Looking forward to it. And uh, like I say, they can knock them over. I mean, I remember going to Wembley last year and they were superb. Let's let's do it again. Yeah, um, we talked about Aurier earlier on in the podcast. Mm. I mean... Ben Davis on the other side ben as well. Ben Davis on the other side. They're there to be got at. Um... I mean, Larice is a good keeper, but he's got a rick in him as well. And, you know, the likes of Ali and it hasn't, hasn't really been hitting the heights. Obviously, Bergwijn looks all right, but he's a new player, still adjusting. Yeah. So, you know, you look at that Spurs team on paper. Mm. I mean, I know games are one on paper, but Wolves is every bit as good as he, really. If not the strongest, stronger 11, to be and, honest. And if they can score first and quiet that crowd down and get a few groans and... You know, Mourinho gets frustrated and flustered, like the old Mourinho start we're starting to see yeah, yeah. Uh, after after the uh, the personality change for the first uh, first few Wake. games of the season. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, that's what we want, and silence the crowd, and they can do they can do some special things, and they have done. And I fully expect them to to go there and put up a good show. Raúl Jiménez got a rest here in, uh, as well in Barcelona, and and he's one that looked like he could have done with it. And you know a fully fit Raúl um, to 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 unleash on Spurs bodes well. As does a fully rested Diago Jota. Mm-hmm. Fully expect them two to be uh, in attack. The question is, do they play a two or a three? I think that, I think they may well play a two. Okay. 
But again, Dendonk had a quiet game uh, here. So whether whether you just go the three four three play play Traore, I mean, the fact that they have took him off actually thinking about it mm. towards the end would suggest that you know I think it's like seventy eighth minute would suggest that they are trying to keep Adama fresh. So maybe I think with the weaknesses weaknesses at fullback, especially on, on the wide pitch, and the fact that he had an excellent game. In the home game against Spurs, albeit ended in defeat. Yeah, it will be. You know, the, 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 I would expect it to be three, but you know, Diogo Jota obviously looks better in a two. Um, you know, which is great to get him back on form. Yeah. At the same time, Raul, I think, needs to find a little bit in the league as well. He's, he dipped a little bit. I know he got on the score sheet, but it's still not the Raul that we that we know and love. And you can understand that with the with the grueling schedule he's got, and he has had, and uh, we can forgive him for that. But it'd be nice. For him to to get back to the Raul of old, and I think he's at, he's at his best in a three. Jota's at his best in a two. It'll be interesting to see how they play it. Yeah, I, I mean they could well do the kind of thing where it's a bit of a fluid three, and Jota's drifting inside and Traore sticking out wide, where it's kind of like a lopsided sure. three yes. four three, which is yeah. what, may well what we'll see. Or, Especially with Vinagre, who likes to get forward to, yeah. to, to support on that left-hand side. Yeah. You'll quite easily see that. You just worry that it may nullify Doherty, mm. who has looked like, yeah. you know, when, he, when he's got the freeness of that flank, that he really thrives. But um, thought, I think they'll find a way around it. I think, you know, uh, really, one if you're picking your strongest 11, you've got Adama Traore, Diogo Jota and, and Raul Jimenez mm-hmm. in there. So hopefully, you know, they can find the right way to get them in and... Uh, and uh, tear Spurs apart. It's Spurs against Wolverhampton Wanderers. Mr. Jordan, let's come have a prediction, please. I will go a 2-1 for Wolves, uh, a way win, and uh, that'll be a, uh, a job well done. Um, I, I think, you know, the owners have to con- concede him three fairly poor goals against Espanyol. He's on tightening up at the back. I mean, obviously, he had a succession of clean sheets before the Espanyol game. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I think Spurs, even without Kane and, and without Son, that Bergwijn looks all right. They've got a few decent options going forward. I can see him getting a goal, but Wolves just get that one more. I'm going to say Desmond. I'm going to say Desmond. I'm going to say a bit of 2-2. Two, two. Desmond 2-2. Two, two. I'm going to say a bit of 2-2. Two, two. Um, I hope they win, but um, I think 2-2 two, is not a disastrous result, and uh, especially no. with the, the games that are coming up as well in the league, uh, I don't see any reason why they can't win the next three or four. Could do with a statement win over like one of, the, agree. One of the big teams. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously Drew Leicester. Yeah. Um, was it, was he, I mean, Drew United lost against them in, 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 the, in the cup. Yeah, they smashed them, they've done, they've done Man City. Yeah. They did Man City but lost both games against Liverpool when they should have at least taken a point from. Yeah, the from, home game at least. Well, both games. From actually, both to be games honest, really. Yeah. So, Obviously, they've done the double out of City and that'll be, mm-hmm. but at the end of the season, a big kind of highlight. Mm-hmm. But um be nice to beat another one of the big six, I think, the Jew one. Can't wait. Myself and Joe will be at the game on Sunday from... Oh, it's, it's been a pleasure. We'll have to fly back uh, tomorrow morning. I think it's yeah. time, we are, time we're on now. We're at 1.11 a.m. Yeah, while the draw's happening. So We are, yes. Yeah. So uh, let us know. Give us, a, give us a call or just give us a knock on the, uh, on the window and uh, let us know who they got. Yeah, lovely. Can't wait for it. Um, thank you very much, Barcelona. We shall come back. Hopefully, we'll have um, um, made Jedward a little bit of a, a tapas convert by then. I'll keep on working on you. Yeah, zucchini flowers. Zucchini flowers. Right, mate. Uh, from me, from Joe, we'll see you on Sunday. Take care. Bye bye.